If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to We Say Things episode number 64, where Cinderin yawns at the beginning. That means you guys know we are in for a good time today. Yes. Cinderin, greetings. Mm. Salutations, greetings. sir. Hello. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. Shannon, good. I'm ready. I'm ready for some good news. That's we always have good hear. news on this podcast. Good well, things. Not always. Sometimes we have some sh- Yeah. You know, we got a lot of shit for our uh collector's cash video or whatever yeah. chest that we did. People hated it. Our least yeah. least liked episode of all time, Cinderin. Uh but we can start this episode on a high note and say thank you to our beautiful patrons. On the In Bruges tier, all of which I'm assuming uh, have seen In Bruges. That's kind of the prerequisite <laughs> to becoming a patron, of course. Uh, would you like to take the first half today, young man? Of course I will. So we got bacon. No, not that bacon. The other bacon. Well, it's, it's the same bacon every week. It can't keep being the other bacon. Lick, puco, tickles, shark TM. Hoey988, guy with too many arms, freshly seasoned goat balls, change will happen, poop feast 420, Hugh, G, Rection, Ben Broomhead has a broomhead, Ben Jackson is superior, and Dop. Dop! By the way, huge shout out to Dop. He still, similar to Cinderin, has not gotten into Artifact 2.0. Valve, if you watch this, I am begging you. Dop is such a loyal Artifact player. Please get him in the beta, for God's sake. I have a. You can see the people that have access to it. Literally 80% of my friends list have the fucking game and don't even play it. So please, God, just give it to somebody that will play it. <laughs> Moving on with the list. Uh, we have Koham to Uchechia, Fane, underscore man. Ben Jackson is a liar. Don't listen to him. Ben Broomham is super chill and very cool. You guys got to update this stuff. What is this? Yeah, it's got Two it. weeks in a row. Pitch Black, Fellowship of the Ping, DG, Terry Tip, Wooden Aftertaste, Dun Talk, The Coward, Dyslexic Lawyer, Anonymous, and Ronnie Keel. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. And as always, Cinderin, great news in the NBA bubble, which everybody wants oh, yeah. to hear about. The yes. season has quote unquote begun and guess the Suns are two and O oh as of this recording. It probably wow. won't last till the end of the day, though, because we play a very good team and we'll probably just lose horribly and then be out of the playoffs. But it can you hear that? Hey woman! I'm literally <laughs> recording right now. But uh I'm in an episode. She's raging in Valent right now. Okay. Um <laughs> anywho. Um, what was I saying before she rudely interrupted? The NBA, of course. 
the Sun Cinderin are not even mentioned in a lot of these ESPN articles that say you know which teams can make it because we're on the bottom of the bottom. But if we win tomorrow and a certain team loses tomorrow, we are only one game out of the playoffs potentially. So there is okay. a chance. And there's still a bunch of games to go, so I'm excited. I don't know what I'm cheering for, uh, to be honest. If you win, that's great, because then you're happy. But if, uh, but then you're also going to talk about it more. Um, that's not true. I'll probably talk about it regardless. It's, it's a bubble NBA. Like it, it's such a cool storyline. I know most people watching don't give a shit about, but it's still cool. Okay, you guys can be uncool if you'd like. But I do have to mention one thing, Cinder. There's a player. This is mm-hmm. just going to put the Suns' history in a nutshell here. Uh, that we, that he was on our team last, uh, was it last year? Oh my God. It's either last year or the year before. And no, it was last year. And he's been on our team for quite a while. He's actually the, been on the team the second longest of anybody on the current roster. Okay. And we traded him away uh, because he was kind of unhappy and we just didn't like him anymore, essentially. Um, okay. <laughs> we traded him away. And typically when you trade somebody, you get something of equal value in return. For us, we literally gave him and one of our picks away to them for nothing, literally, okay? And people were very upset. The reason we did this... Why would you do that? Well, the reason is because we didn't have enough money to sign some of the players that we have on our roster right now. But that's a whole other storyline, and there's ways around that, so I won't get into it. It gets a little complicated. But the fact of the matter okay. is we didn't, we didn't have good asset management. It's like the biggest criticism. So that player, his name is TJ Warren. Uh, the other day, he scored 53 points in the bubble. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's the Suns. So we Wait, can... Wait, so, uh, so the guy who scored an insane amount of points was a guy you... What exactly did you say again? You traded we, for? We traded him for nothing. For cash. Oh, he, he scored that in another team. Yes, he's on another team oh, now. Okay. And yeah. he scored 50 points. And everybody's like, wow, the Suns are really stupid. Which, you know, we are. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So and let's so get are started their fans. with some. See, that's the thing. Well, one fan. <clears throat> you know, not, not to go off on a rant, but people ask me, why are you a Suns fan? kind of a stupid question is that you know if we were winning or losing it doesn't matter (laughs) being a fan of somebody isn't contingent on them winning basketball games okay like lakers fan fan of basketball however (laughs) is contingent (laughs) on some sort of issue that that might be the case but uh, laker fans don't seem to understand the concept cinderin Uh, Mm. they don't they're not they don't root on the team when they're losing and then when they start winning they show up i it's it's the worst kind of human being anywho Let's okay, begin. That's a harsh criticism. The worst kind of human being, worse than murderers. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Dota Pit. We're still looking for sponsors, by the way. Yes, we are. Dota Pit has concluded Cinderin, and I personally didn't get to watch this tournament uh, because my sleep schedule disallowed it, as you know. But Nigma did beat Alliance in a best of five for the grand finals, three to two. So a very yep. close series. Talk to and me this, about this it. tournament, it actually just had a quite a lot of, I mean, close series toward the end, right? Two, two, ones, and then the three, two, which is great for the region, right? If the teams are close and keep taking games off each other. Uh, worth noting was the absence of Secret, obviously, who have won basically everything the last two to three months in Europe. Um, so them not being there might have leveled the playing field a bit. It's hard to say how much the other teams have caught up when Secret aren't part of the tournament. Um, but. Obviously, for Enigma, great, 
confidence boost. It's been a while since they've been doing this well. Um, close finals, five games. Every game was... I mean, it's kind of a, the patch, right? Most games were like 30 to 45 minutes. There were no marathons and no absolute giga stomps. But, you know, it's it's kind of just your, your average game time, I guess. Um, Have you played a 60-minute game yet, by the way? Have I? Still have not. I don't remember. I well, might have actually. The tier point. five I items have. have you finally been introduced a year yeah, that's, later? Well, I'm trying to remember <laughs> if I had a game with it. I don't. I feel like maybe I had one actually. Wow. But I'm not positive. How it might have happened, not, but if it did, it was one mind. game. Okay, that's incredible. I mean, it's not that important. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's to me, they're the coolest items in the game. But anyway, continue. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we we should just I think just focus on the podium right OG third Alliance second Nigma first uh and all no those secret, three teams obviously since yeah taking a break. and those three teams at any time looked like all three could win uh because of how the series went so yeah good stuff going forward into uh the Omega League which is a, a much bigger tournament in terms of prize pool uh we are casting in that, by the way. If you are missed we? it, we started casting oh. yesterday. Yes. Mm. Um, we're currently casting the closed qualifiers for the European region. Um, and that we will be casting that over the next week, roughly. Um, uh, so, yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Actually, I didn't even check. I think we're, we're not just doing closed qualifiers, right? We're doing some of the normal pre-playoff stage. So, I think... Yeah. Other than yesterday, so going forward today, after this podcast, actually, we'll be doing one series. And then after today, we have three more days in the next two-week span that we're doing games. Uh, yeah. And then I'm done, at the very least. I don't know what your your schedule is going to be like. but don't know. But yeah, this should As be... Uh, I don't know anything be... about what I'm doing. Is this the first tournament Secret is doing after their break? I feel like the break hasn't yes. even been that long. It's been like two yeah. weeks. It's the first one. Yeah. Okay. Even two weeks is a decent amount of time in Dota, to be honest. It's been so, yeah. maybe three weeks by now. But yeah. So just to refresh yep. people, EG is going to be part of the EU division on this. So uh, it's quite stacked. I mean, we might as well just mention all the teams. Team Secret, Navi, Liquid, VP, Flight of Moon, EG, OG, Alliance, Nigma, and Nip. And then two closed qualifiers, which, I mean, we can go off on a limb and say who we think are going to win. Because I think... Uh, Viking mm -hmm. is definitely in Viking, GG. major Clear consideration. Yeah. And then the secondary team, it could be bait. Uh, I don't uh, know how good Empire is these days. I think Hellraisers could as well That's true, if they get their stuff together. Like uh, there's, there's multiple options, but I would definitely say clear favorites for me are Viking GG to get first place uh, in those qualifiers. Um, yeah, they, they've been pretty impressive. Yeah, they've been, they've definitely been very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this tournament is worth like just emphasizing a bit that this might be quite possibly the best tournament of the year at this point, because with the development of COVID, I don't know if we're going to get any big LAN until the year's over. Um, mm -hmm. If things start opening up in October or whatever, tournaments right now can't bank on it, so they can't start booking venues and planning everything. So it means if there's announcements of of stuff getting a bit less extreme in, let's say, two months, then... They need a preparation period. So I think at this point, any big land this year is just very unlikely. Um, we could have more big stacked, online ones, though. It's a mega stack tournament, at least for the West. There's probably going to be bigger tournaments for the East than this. Um, but 
yeah, it's a it's a very big Western tournament. So if you if you want to watch some of the best Dota, this is your chance to maybe watch the biggest tournament. It says it goes through to September sixth. Is that actually true? Correct. Damn. So it's a really long tournament. So there's closed qualifiers, and then there's a big group stage, and then there's playoffs. Are okay. I (laughs) this is going to be dumb to bring this up live. What are we casting for the next two? Is it just closed qualifiers? Am I actually mistaken? I I think it's just closed qualifiers. Holy shit! I think all the games are. I believe the group the group stage in Europe starts August fourteenth. Um, my birthday. And I good birthday Um, present. Let me just check the Americas. America starts sixteenth, and Asia is already ongoing with the group stage. That's August first to sixteenth. They're way ahead. So the playoffs oh, and group stage of the main event, if you want to call it, is three weeks. That's crazy. That's a lot of dotes. Uh, and it looks yep. like, based on the talent announcement, everybody, I think everybody will be in Ukraine. Like People like BSJ are already there, and they're quarantining in their rooms. Uh, yep. So this has been, everything's been thought of, it seems. So pretty cool to yep. see. All right. Next thing on Jelist. The Fall 2020 Call to Arms Cinderman. I'm just going to read the post since this is kind of a light episode to a degree. As Mm. we move into the later days of summer. Okay, I'm not going to read it. Okay, if you're going to read it like this, then I will read it. It, Okay, please. Go ahead. I can't help myself. As we move into the later days of summer, it's time now to also start thinking about the approaching fall season and new possibilities for treasure to come. To help prepare, we're inviting all Dota 2 workshop creators to dream up the latest in Dota 2 fashion and other combat. Ac- ac- what the fuck is this word? <laughs> I, I have don't never know seen this word. word in my entire life. Me neither. Accoutrements. <laughs> is that a real word? I just had to look up how to say that. Acu- accoutrements? Accoutrements, yes. <laughs> They probably have like some sort of uh, thesaurus. <laughs> the thesaurus online. They might have used the same one as Demon, actually. We're now officially <laughs> accepting submissions <laughs> themed around autumn, Halloween, or perhaps some other innovations of your own. Like, what are you going to... Can in, you pronounce that in, again? In, the word that starts with an A in that first sentence, sir? Autumn? Okay. You just mispronounced it once. Okay. Did I say autumn? You said autumn. Auth- no way I said autumn. I think you did. I could be wrong. Uh, you heard things. And we're interested in putting a larger quantity of items to use than in the past. Over the next week or two, we'll be increasing the budgets for workshop items to give you more to work with. If you discover certain slots haven't been improved sufficiently, please send us your feedback so we can make any appropriate adjustments. This is really interesting, actually. This is kind of the first time they're... Yeah. Isn't it? The first time they're telling the workshop artists, you can tell us if you need more polygons, not work within this or get fucked, basically. So that's interesting. Please make sure to mark your submissions with the fall 2020 tag when tendering items to the workshop. We request that all submissions be on the Dota 2 workshop by the morning of Thursday, September 24th, 2020. As usual, we would like to ask artists to avoid the use of any concepts that involve human skulls, blood, and gore. But anuses are still okay, apparently. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's kind of unfortunate. You have to make a Halloween-themed set, and then you can't use any of these three things. (laughs) Limit you a little bit. All right. Additionally, yeah, go ahead. All Dota fans should remember to regularly visit the workshop and vote through the queue to ensure your voices are heard in the selection process. So, Mm. correct me if I'm wrong. This is a pretty short time frame for workshop artists, right? Right. What was the actual date? September. September twenty fourth. It's a month and a half. It's shorter is that than what usual, they usually but give? 
No, it's it's definitely less than usual. But if you started now, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't say that's an ex- okay. Yeah, Fair enough. I, mean, I, I don't know how long it takes to make a good set. Like but if you're putting something pretty plenty of sets there, that make like, it into the game that aren't good anyway. So you don't yeah, need to make ac- a good set. According to you, yes. Uh, <laughs> so Dota Cinema always wants to do sets, and I've actually been struggling to think of ideas uh, for something. The only thing I can think of, which is not possible, unfortunately, is maybe I can email Valve. They said you can, you know, give them suggestions on not just polygon limits, but hopefully, Pangolier turns into a pumpkin cinder and thoughts that's actually kind of cool thank you that's the problem cool. is you can't change the ult at all the way it looks so it makes me not want to yeah. do a pango set until that's done because obviously that's the number one here on my list yeah uh i'll email somebody i'm sure ice frog's watching he's like you know what Pumpkin, great idea. They're going to do it themselves, actually. I'm not going to get anything. come up with a Halloween set without any blood, gore, and skulls, and you'll make it in. Because other people will struggle, too. No, that's not... It's not difficult. It's pumpkins and cats, Cinder. That's all you got to do. Dark, black Mm. cats. They're unlucky, you know? It will be fine. So, yeah. That's going to be in a month and a half. So, that's around the time the Battle Pass ends, actually. Yeah. Um... But unfortunately, the thing that I would love is if they put the voting in the game every time. Uh, I don't know why that's reserved for the collector's cash for TI. Because nobody goes on the workshop. Let's be real. Like, they made a, mm-hmm. a mention here. Go on the workshop and no, no, nobody's going to do that. Yeah, I don't uh, know, actually. I'm not sure. We'll... Like, what are they worried about? Vote manipulation? That's the same either way. It's probably even more. There's more vote manipulation, if you will, by not having it in the game. Because then the amount of people that go there to see it, you have a much larger relative impact by yeah yeah yep, i agree all right uh moving on to a very important story um the battle pass is now down to the top 16 arcana votes Cinderin. Yep. we're gonna go through let me list these heroes and you tell me we can go through each matchup actually okay we're just so, gonna do do you want to do you want to say who we want to win or who we think will win each matchup i mean either or both. Both. Let's do both. We've got time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So on one side of the bracket, we have Lion versus Marana. I want Lion to win. I think Marana will win. I want Marana to win, and I think Marana will win. Okay, the yeah, next you one. You want Lion to eat a fat one. Lion can suck a dick. Uh, we yeah. got Vo- uh, Faceless Void, who previously came second place a while ago, and never they never made an Arcana, so it feels like it's cheating having him in here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Faceless Void versus CK. Yeah, I want CK to win, but Void will definitely win. Uh, I'm on board with that. Uh, I think that's fine. CK doesn't have a ton of love. I could see them doing something cool for his Arcana. Sniper versus Templar Assassin. I mean, this Sniper's going to win. Cinderin. Cinderin has frozen. And, uh, okay, sorry about the internet difficulties, but we're back. People watching on VOD have no idea what just happened. Cinderin, we were talking about Sniper versus TA. Thoughts? That's what we were going to talk about. We just finished Void CK, right? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Um, I want Sniper to win, and I think he will win. Uh, same. I hate TA. Next is Anti-Mage versus Ricky. 
I want Anti-Mage to win, and I think he will win. What the fuck? First and foremost, Anti-Mage has gotten all the love in the world. He just got a persona, for God's sake. He turned to a woman. Let's give Ricky some love, even though you can't see any cosmetics on the yeah, hero. Yeah, what's his arcana going to be, then? Make him exactly. glow when you can't see him or something? Make him a joke, okay? Make the, him... most, the most pay-to-lose cosmetic in the game, where he looks really <laughs> cool, but you can also see it when he's invisible. Yes. Very nice. I like it. It's better than AM. Fuck I'm AM. Pretty sure AM will win. By the way, I, I have a real problem with the Arcanas because it feels like the carries just win every year, basically. Yeah. Uh, which is sad. Uh, other well, side of the coin. Ogre won. Uh, that's right. Did he win win or was it the second place? He Maybe won, he, right? Okay. Didn't he win last year by like point whatever? Pudge counts as a carry, by the way. Okay. Anywho, uh, other side of the bracket Spectre versus Morphling. Uh, I want Spectre to win. and I, Oh, actually, do I, though? It would finally be a reason for them to do something to Morph. Yeah, for that reason, I want Morph to win, but I think Spectre will win. Yes, I I think Spectre will dominate, but Morphling, I wish, would win. Luna versus Sven. I want Luna to win, and I think it will win. Luna has enough cool cosmetics. Sven has complete garbage cosmetics. Give me some Sven action. Invoker versus... Although I think Luna will win. Invoker versus PL. Oh, Invoker wins and should. Uh, yeah, I hate PL. I don't care. Yeah. Invoker Fuck is always going to win, though. Uh, Drow versus Witch Doctor is the last one. Want Witch Doctor to win, but I think Drow will win. Mm, yeah, I think so, too. Okay, so... I can't remember what my original predictions were. I'm pretty sure this is what they were because my mind is telling me the same thing. I personally think it will end up being Faceless Void versus Spectre. And I think Faceless Void will win. So the thing about mm. Spectre, Cinderin, I don't think they're capable of making a good Archana out of this hero. Unless they just change everything. I think it's the yeah, lamest it's hero to limited. put cosmetics on. So It's a bit limited. What I think, think the, the one the, the hero that has the theoretically like in this pool, I think the one that has the highest ceiling for the Arcana is probably Invoker, right? But it's mm. yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I I I kind of feel like Void is going to end up winning the whole thing, uh, but I don't know if the finals will be against Spectre though. I think it could also be against Invoker, or it's uh, going to be Spectre versus an Invoker in the semifinals. Or Luna. It's going to be Void versus Sniper in the semifinals on the other side. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> probably. Um, but I mean, Faceless Void Arcana could be cool. Like, it could be face full. It definitely could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Void, yeah, right? Give uh, him an actual face. Terrible. You can change his Chronosphere, which he has one cosmetic that does that a little bit, but you can do something crazier. I don't know. Chrono Cube, mm. take that from Underlords, you know? Just change the spell entirely. Sounds good. Uh,. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Okay, next, uh, apparently a bunch of prisoners in the Philippines, Cinderin, were playing. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, Dota yeah. one on LAN. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I mean, I think I'm. I'm. I don't know very much about imprisonment. I haven't really been there, but I would imagine that this kind of activity is really, really good to have. So first of all, props to the prison for even getting the idea and doing that. And I would also say this is probably something that will only happen in the Philippines or in CIS. Mm. I think it's like the only countries where, or maybe, I guess maybe in China technically could happen. But Well, Slacks did bring up a good opportunity for prisons in America to force people to play Artifact. Mm, uh, it's yeah. punishment. Like you're in that a hole, true. play Artifact by yourself. 
So, I mean, it's it's really cool for the jail to do this. I think it's a it's a great activity. Um, as far as why does Dota not have this, uh, or Dota Two rather? Why does Dota Two not have land mode? I feel like I remember reading something years back. Me too. And I about don't this, uh, why it doesn't have land mode? Um, it's because well, for now, mostly because you have to be on Steam, right? But Steam yeah. does have an offline mode. It does. I think, I think part of the reason, because people were talking about, can't we just have offline mode for lands, right? So then we're not dependent on service status or anything to play tournament games, and it's only about the local internet to stream out mm-hmm. the tournament content. I think part of the reason they don't do that is because of cheat, anti-cheat, right? Uh, if you play offline mode, VAC isn't running, right? Does that matter? I don't know. Probably not really, especially if there's an admin in the room that understands Dota, right? They will, they could see cheats being used or yeah. whatever. Uh, but I don't, like, I'm not, I really wish I remember exactly what it was, but it's years ago. So, I, I mean, I would be digging yeah, to try I, to find Yeah, I'm that. kind of in the same boat. But, like, as a general idea, I think having <laughs> LAN for Dota 2 would be amazing because, I mean, it's not only just a ping thing. Because, yeah, in certain regions, you're not going to be able to get great ping for your actual LANs that are happening, which is kind of crazy if you think about it depending on where the land is located. But uh, just not being hold... Like, let's say there is an update for Dota, mm-hmm. right? Or the coordinator's down. This would actually just allow you to play Dota and not have to... Like an entire tournament offline with having to worry about any of that. But that is also a good point, right? If you're not forced to update, people can start playing old patches on land mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. don't get all of the new advertised stuff in the game, which will cost Valve money, right? Yeah. If people don't see... <sighs> that We're talking about a two to three day land. Like, you think somebody's going to be No, sitting... no, I just mean, I mean in general. If land mode was introduced, mm-hmm. then if people are like, oh, I don't, we don't like this new patch that's coming out or whatever, they could just keep playing offline mode on their old version and not update. So not everybody plays on the same patch. Like... If you're in a country with bad internet or whatever, I understand the appeal in that. Of course, like if it takes really long to patch your game, but you might, I mean, I don't know how big, how much it matters, right? But oh, technically but you, you are separating the player base a little bit. Uh, it's like, I mean, you're, I it's know. not like you're I'm, playing I'm just, against I'm a shit ton of grasping, people. Like, I'm grasping in, at straws here to like understand why it's not a thing. Because implementing order, it should be pretty easy, right? In order to take advantage of this, you need 10 people. They play each other, right? It's not like you're playing with against hundreds. It's not like you have a, a new... That's true. What is that SEA thing that... Oh, well, you can play against bots. A lot of people do that. Well, yeah, I but is that, does that matter? Do you need to restrict that know. at all? What was the SEA... Oh, shoot. What was that thing called? Uh, G-Arena? Garena? So that was G-Arena, kind yeah. of like that for Dota 1, I want to say, and Han to some degree. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But anyway, yeah, I... I can't think of any major reasons why they wouldn't do it, other than it takes work. <laughs> maybe, that's the, yeah. maybe that's literally the reason, which I guess wouldn't surprise me too much. Uh, so yeah, pretty interesting to see. Uh, Dota 1 still being played. Uh, Nikki was actually looking this up. I, didn't even, I wasn't even, uh, under... I had no idea this was happening, but did you know that Dota 1 is still being updated by some guy now? I forget his name. Oh, no. It I is still, know. like, they haven't put all the new heroes in. Like, they're just getting ready to add, I think, Pangolier, for example. But they're trying to keep parity as close to possible with Dota. They've put in talents, for example, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like, how you would even do that on the Warcraft 3 engine. 
Uh, but it's pretty sick. Uh, sounds really cool. All right. Yep. So since we had kind of a light episode today, uh, just wanted to finish up the Dota section with heroes on the rise. Let's look at a stock market here in your mind's eye, Cinderella. <laughs> Stonks. Uh, the hero that I would like to discuss, and you can tell me how strong it is, and maybe you can mention a hero afterwards, is Axe using Manta style. I tried it for the first time today. Didn't get to see the true power because I was against an oracle that would save every single person, which sucked. But the idea behind it is so cool. People, of course, yep. know that illusions on Axe are pretty strong in general. Like if you get an illusion rune, for example, because Counter Helix activates on all the illusions. The problem is you never want to buy Manta on Axe in general because it doesn't really make sense for the hero. But now that they've rearranged the talents a little bit, level 10 now you can get the 25 attack speed and level 15 you can get, which used to be the 20, but at 15 now is the attacking prox counter helix, which also works on illusions. So you and jump it does in full damage with illusions, which right, is important. Jump in, Berserker's Call, activate Manta, and just beat on the same target. Mm -hmm. Sounds so cool. Like, would yep. you say in like we've seen some pros do it, which doesn't necessarily mean it's really good. Do you think this is something that is really good or will catch on more? Is it going to become more of a standard? Like we saw people um, go blink, BKB, Manta. No blade mail at all on this hero. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think there's something to be said about Manta maybe being better damage output than blade mail. It's also way more expensive, but it gives you some other added benefits. Move speed, the ability to split push lanes because the illusions have counter helix for for that, right? You just send an illusion to a lane and A click and it's just gonna spin and kill mm -hmm. the wave. Um <clears throat> I think it's pretty good. Um, I saw it used even in a couple of games back when it was on the level 20 talent. But at that point, I think I only really saw it, saw it bought by position 1 and 2 axe, not by 3 or 4. Because um, you needed a lot of farm. And you needed more of a responsibility to deal damage than controlling, right? A lot of the games, axe's job is to basically be an anti-carry, right? Just take out one hero from the game, but not necessarily kill them. Uh, but with this build, you definitely can. I, I think I think it's pretty cool. And I think it's way more valid now with that it's level 15. Because what would happen in the past is if you went Blink Manta, you might get it at, say, level 16 or something. Then you just have four dead levels where you don't have the talent. And yeah. it just sucks, right? Like, you just have this this timing window that you don't use um, at all. So definitely uh, definitely something. So you do you think it's the changes to Blade Mail have helped or hurt or made no difference for Axe? The fact that it's partially passive now and then eighty percent reflective. Mm, I think it's largely irrelevant. So is largely. it more like again? This is small sample size of games that I've personally seen. Mm -hmm. But the whole not going blade mail and axe is it just because once you have like this blink manta BKB or whatever, blade mail just doesn't feel as value anymore. You want to go for bigger ticket items. Is that kind of the ideology? I think so. It also really depends what carry you're against, right? Like, Blade Mail is not good good against every carry to the same extent. There are some heroes that encounters way harder than others. Like, let's say you're playing against PA, for example. I think going Blink Manta would be really ill-advised because your illusions are going to miss half the time. Right. Whereas the Blade Mail PA is going to crit you and then she'll kill herself. But if you get uh, but if you get MKB Cinder on the axe, then you won't miss as often. True. Mm -hmm. Big brain plays. Yeah, or Rapier, then you don't miss at all. Even better. Holy uh, shit, that's a great idea. I yes. think... But then against other carries, the Manta could be really good, right? The carries that don't deal massive burst physical damage, like Lifestealer, for example. Maybe the Manta is more efficient there. Uh, and obviously Manta has the added benefit of being a Dispel, right? Let's not forget it has other utility. Uh, Axe right. can sometimes really 
benefit from removing a slow or a silence or something like that. So, yeah. And honestly, uh, the move I, speed I cool. is very helpful. Like almost every aspect of the item is actually quite helpful for Axe. Uh, it just seems yeah, weird on is. paper when, unless you think about the synergies. Uh, do you have a hero that you think is rising? Yeah. So I played a game yesterday <clears throat> and I have to admit, I haven't looked over all of the talent changes that closely. So I didn't know this hero had this talent until I played it. Uh, Darkseer has a new level 15 talent that I think is giga good. Uh, is that the 400 HP? Ionshot? Yeah, so he has two options. He can either take 25% increased damage from his wall illusions, or he can take Ion Shell gives 400 max health. Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously, you, you put this Ion Shell on people when they're full health, and they just go into the fight with another 400 HP on yourself and one target. Usually when you pick Darkseer, you play him with like a position four that wants to frontline, say Spirit Breaker, Tiny, Earth Spirit, you know, anyone that goes in. Just getting free 400 health if the enemy doesn't have a dispel is so good. And the added benefit on top of it is it works on creeps. So when you're split pushing waves, you put it on a melee creep, it has 1,000 health instead of 400. Or yeah, Okay, that was really bad math. It has, what is it? They have about... What's their normal they health? They have close to a... Th they have 900 instead of 500-ish. I'm trying to remember how much health melee creeps have. But it's like, it's a really big percentage increase, like 80%. Hmm. Um, so clearing up the waves is just more of a hassle for the enemy. So there's like this constant pressure that just keeps going. Um, seems really nice. So that's my choice for this. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. I, that when I first read the patch dope. notes on that, I was like, that is so random, but it sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. And it doesn't just give you HP. It's based on the amount that you currently have in terms of like the percentage, right? So if you have a lower mm -hmm. amount, then you don't get actually 400 HP. But uh, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. I like it. All right. I mean, maybe this is a segment we can continue with. Uh... Oh, I guess I should ask you this before we move on to non-Dota related stuff. But is Clink's Enchantress still broken? Remember you ranted about this and I haven't really yeah. seen it. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I still don't understand why I'm not seeing it more. <laughs> I played that one game and I was like, okay, this is something. But have uh, you played it? I don't know. <clears throat> no, I haven't. I don't think it's been nerfed. I I can't I can't think of it being nerfed. I, I remember seeing some so, changes on clinks, but this was after we had the conversation, so I don't nothing's changed since then. Yeah. I mean Enchantress is still a super high rated pick in Pro Dota as well. I guess like first phased mm. a lot. So <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe they Sometimes the pro scene takes a while to catch on as well. Or maybe I'm just overrating this mega hard. And mm. they've played against it in scrims and there's solutions for it. But what I saw was disgusting. So. I see. Okay. Well, we're going to finish this. At, well, it's not the finish. We're going to do the mailbag after this. But uh, the non-Dota 2 related stuff, uh, the one subject that I have that I can talk about is Valorant, Cinder. And have you played it? Oh. Do you have access yet? <clears throat> Everybody has access. So you do have access. Have you played it yet? No, Why? you haven't even asked me for a game. You've, well, I can't play. That's the pro okay. There's it's region locks. It's so stupid. I, I wouldn't be able to play with you anyway, unless you chose NA. I guess. Yeah, I mean, NA servers. Can't can't we just make an account each? Like, can't you have more than one account? That is a good. I'm trying to remember. Do you pick your region or does it pick it for you? Hmm. Either way, I can. Worst case, if I can you don't, VPN. If it picks it for you, you could VPN when you make the account. And yeah. Okay. Go, right. I'm up so for that. I'll smurf a little on the EU servers. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah should, smurf. we should do that. 200 pink <laughs> smurf. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> uh, anyway, their first battle pass is about to end. Um, in fact, as of this recording, it might be ending now. Mm. 
And today, they will be coming out with a big patch that includes a free-for-all mode, which is essentially deathmatch, which has been mm -hmm. something that they've people have been requesting for a long time. It's essentially used as kind of like a warm-up. That's like the old Counter-Strike thing. Right. Before any matches, yeah. you just deathmatch for like 15 minutes, just you know, getting the flow of things. And mm -hmm. they're going to be coming out team deathmatch pretty soon as well. Uh, one thing that I want to rant about personally is there's a hero named Sage, Cinderin. I think we've is... talked about this one already, haven't you? Shit, have I already been on a rant? This hero is so broken and it's picked literally every single game competitively as well. And they're finally going to be reworking her to some degree. It's they don't so have broken. bans in pro? No, there's no bans right now. And according to them, they don't want to have bans actually anytime soon. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's not that many heroes right now, so it's understandable for now. And both teams uh, can have the same heroes, right? Yes, both teams can have the so same there's heroes. So there's a sage on every team. Yes. Basically. Almost 100% okay. pick rate. There's like a couple teams that kind of do like the the weird stress that don't have her. But she is so broken that I've actually made this compare. It's not a comparison. I've talked about this on my stream before. I was thinking of ways to rework her, right? Everybody has four abilities, three abilities, and an mm -hmm. ult just like in Dota. I'm like, what ability do you think is her best ability? And if I ask four different people, you might get four different answers. That's how good her abilities are. And okay, on top of tell that... Me, tell me yes. the abilities, and I'll tell you which one is most broken without ever having played the game. <laughs> All right, her first ability is a slow. So it's like this little orb you can throw down that spreads out really far. Anybody caught inside is slowed ridiculously uh, by a okay. ridiculous amount, and they make noise, and you get two charges. So you can throw two in a round. Okay, that's number one. Number two is a heal which is also mega broken. You can heal yourself to full HP or an ally to full HP. And you can Instantly? use it. Uh, no, it's a little bit of a ramp up. It takes like, let's say, mm -hmm. four seconds to get a full heal. You can. It has a cooldown, but you can use it, I think, twice, maybe three in a round. Probably just two, though. It's her second ability. Third ability is a wall that you can create uh, that people have to you know, beat their way through it in order to get to certain locations. Uh, you can use it to boost yourself. There's a lot of applications for the wall. And then her ult is a resurrect. You resurrect a hero. So I legitimately have asked so many people what they think the best ability for her is. And I get different answers all the time because they're all broken. So I think the resurrect sounds the most broken. So the resurrect is her ult. So it doesn't come about as often. So that's the quote unquote balance. How often do you have your ult? Uh, it depends on, so each hero, it's either six or seven ticks are needed in order to get your ultimate and you get ticks by either dying, getting kills or planting the bomb or defusing. Okay. Uh, so on average. So, so two ults. Oh boy. Are you muted or am I lagged out again? Can you hear me? Hello? Sandra? Okay. Yeah, good. Thank you. God. Whew. Okay. You, let's say two ults, a half is maybe 1.5 ult, a half for her. Let's say two, though. We can round up. Mm -hmm. So my the point I was trying to make to, with how broken she is, is you could literally delete one of her skills and she would still get picked every single game. That is how broken the hero is right now. So I think they're, they're finally getting around to maybe reworking her instead of just nerfing abilities. Uh, so yeah. I would personally say that her... Oof, I don't know what's more broken, honestly. They're all so freaking... The wall might be the least broken of the, the four, honestly. I don't like the idea of being able to heal other people either. I, think I don't like the idea of fine. being able to resurrect in that game. Yeah, resurrect is uh, very strong. So feels the right. last thing right. I guess we'll talk about for Valorant, because Act 2 is what we're kind of discussing. They're going to be coming out with these, these battle passes every 
oh shit, it's every two or three months or something like that. And each time it will have a new hero, Cinder. And so it comes out to six heroes a year, which is a lot, which I'm excited for, but it is hmm. a slippery slope. And this is one of the new heroes. So I'm going to explain her abilities. She is considered the class of Sentinel, which is the same class as Sage, and another hero that is considered almost as broken as Sage right now, which is Cypher. It's all about like utility mm -hmm. and being able to control a, a site by yourself. That's the whole idea right. behind them. And then on offense, they're not as useful usually. So this mm -hmm. hero is named Killjoy. Her first ability is she places a bot that is kind of just hit. It's like a mine, a techie's mine almost. And then when an enemy gets near, it comes close to them and places a debuff on them that allows them to temporarily, or they become temporarily vulnerable to double damage from all sources for a certain amount of time. So that's the first ability. Okay. Okay. So I assume that even if you're on the other side of the map, you'll know if that mine has activated as well, which is a big... Okay. Uh, the second skill is you... <laughs> this is essentially TF2. You place a turret that shoots in a 180-degree cone. This is the one that a lot of people are really upset about. So we haven't seen the hero firsthand yet, but just That's being able... That's a huge cone. It It is a... Yes, it sounds really... Br I mean, even if it doesn't do that much damage, you have to understand that if something hits... I guess what well, like 1.6. If you get hit by something, like a bullet, you slow down a lot. Okay, like a lot. You also get information, right? And information, sure. So that is you literally you ability. can literally put it, and it just looks all degrees forward, right? Mm. It just literally sees. It, I don't even know if you would call that a cone. To be honest, it's like. I mean, is 180 degrees a cone at that point? Again, oh, whatever. Like, you know I what should I mean? mention like, that you, the information it just that... sees everything in front of itself. And shoots if there is something. That's my understanding. Again, like we haven't seen the hero firsthand. It's just like a couple videos that were leaked. So I don't have like full information on all these abilities. Um, but yeah, that one is the one that people are most worried about. The third ability, uh, she throws a grenade. And apparently it just goes dormant for a bit. And then I think you can just activate it again and it deals damage. So it's like a remote okay. detonation. Remote which, mine. It's yeah, I fucking hate this mode. hero. This is basically techies. I haven't played this game, but I already <laughs> hate it. And the ult, which, again, I'm not even 100% sure this is the ult, but I think because of the order it is and based on how it sounds, you place another device on the ground, and after eight seconds, you can see this enormous area of effect. It's huge. After eight seconds, it will apply a debuff of some kind, they don't specify, to enemies in that large radius. And from what I can see in the video, at the very least, it slows... But it looks very clear to me that it also disarms because the hero or the agent didn't even have a knife out. It was just literally their fists. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is really uh, this is fucking shit. That's my <laughs> opinion. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. People are not not too I excited about this one. We'll see though. I'm. Yeah. It's not my kind of hero either. So we'll see. Um, all right. On to the Patreon mailbag, Cinderman. We're going to do the second question and a call today. It's going to be a quick episode. Um, for once. Yes, under for an once. hour. Well, you say That's that now. That's the first time we've done that in... Ever. Months. I'm pretty sure you're going to take 20 minutes to answer this question, as usual. No, I won't. No. Uh, this is from Jimson Juice, one of our patrons. Hello, Sunspan and Cinder, and listening to We Say Things is one of my highlights every week and appreciate you Woo. guys staying on top of it and have been able to produce one of my and I'm sure many other highs of the weeks over the past year. I was hoping to listen to you guys rank the Arcanas in Dota. If not all, do a top three and bottom three, which is what we'll do, uh, which I yep. thought would be fitting for this episode considering we talked about the 
the voting that's currently going yeah. on. And we'll do them in order, right? So your top three is in order. It's not just the best three. Right? Oh. I have mine ordered. Oh, dear. Please. Okay. Um, uh, Actually, now I'm a bit okay, less sure fine. about my top three order. But nah, I'll stick with I'll what go I with it. I feel pretty good. All right. So how okay. do you want to do this? You go first on bottom? Or you want to start? Okay, do you want to sure. end on a high note or a bad note? <laughs> I think we end on a high note. So okay. I'll do my bottom three in order of which one I think is the least good. Okay. So number one, Lena. Mm -hmm. Number two, Io. Ooh. And number three, Ogre Magi. Wow. So this is personal opinion. This isn't what we think yeah. is... Because, again, the newer Arcanas are going to have more animations and stuff. So I, I don't want to look into all that information. I just want to go with what yeah. my gut is it's telling me. It's what we me. think. Yeah. So you, you don't like the Ogre, which we talked about this one. It's not one of my mm -hmm. favorites either, but uh, any particular reason on those? I mean, I just Wait. looked at the list and I feel like the other ones are just more interesting and better. So <laughs> I don't know what... Like, uh, I thought you might have some rant to go on about one of these uh, no, I, Arcanas. I know it's cool and all that he's riding on this whatever bird that is, uh, but I don't really feel like it adds that much. Mm -hmm. um, it just it doesn't really stand out to me as... Uh, it, it wasn't like, like... Think of it this way. I love Ogre Magi. It's one of my most played supports in Pro Dota, at least. I played a lot of Ogre as like a lane dominate support, but... I had like no interest in buying that Arcana or obtaining it. I didn't. I wasn't like, damn, I have to get this. Right. Uh, when I saw that, which in comparison, we'll get to that when we get to the good ones. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, and I, yeah, I think and the I, IO, but the IO one also came with the Compendium. Was that twenty seventeen? I think. I can't believe you don't like the IO one. How is that possible? It's so good. I mean, it's just not. It's not that interesting, is it? Like compare when you compare it to what all other Arcanas do. I feel what like it's can the one you that do changes... with a ball of light? What do you expect? They turn it into something from Portal. It's actually literally the best thing you could possibly have made for IO. I think it's it's not in my top three. I'll spoil that now. But it, I think it's a really good sure. Arcana. It's a okay. good idea. I, I want to hear what you think is worse. Sure. I mean, for I Ogre, I understand. Like The problem I had with Ogre more than anything is I actually is maybe the only Arcana where I like the second style more, the blue one. But it just seems mm. so hard to obtain this. Like, eh, I don't play the hero that much anyway. Uh, so right. my three, this. <laughs> uh, wait, which order did you do? The absolute worst is the first or the last? Worst, worst first. Worst first would, I mean, Lena. Um, mm. It's not really that. I mean, it, it was their first Arcana. Uh, so compared to everything else, obviously it's going to be the worst. But at the same time, I feel like they could have updated it a little bit to give some love to people that gave money way back when. Uh, I also really dislike Terrorblade. It's it's just a bunch of colors, and I understand for the time it was. I mean, it was the third Arcana ever made, I believe. So I guess it's not that big of a surprise, but I don't know, just a little bit uninspired for my taste. And I have a real problem. <laughs> Nikki says that I'm colorblind. I'm pretty sure I'm not, but I have a real hard time telling TB and his illusions apart from each other. Uh, but that might be a personal issue. And it's worse for the Arcana. And then the third, and this one will be more surprising than anything. The one I actually dislike a the lot. The third least. The, the third, third most. It is the third most, but at the same time, like I understand that Lena's is worse than all of these, but I really dislike Juggernaut's Arcana a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I find it very boring. I, I thought you loved like his sounds. You love sounds. Meh. I was <laughs> okay. hoping, like, again, I know I'm biased. 
I just personally like our Blade Keeper set for Captain's Draft so much yeah. more than the Arcana. Like, I don't equip it. I didn't buy the Arcana because I just prefer our set personally. Uh, that's, you know, that that one's probably the most... Uh, n- most people probably do not share my opinion on the Juggernaut Arcana. But, and I don't like that they just did this whole red-blue thing, which they do for every freaking set. It feels like PA has it, Earthshaker has it, God, know, uh, God knows who else. Okay, top three, Cinderin. This will be interesting. Go let let's go from your number three to one. Okay, let's do it the opposite way. Okay, um, just want to point out before we do that that uh, neither of us put techies in the bottom three, even though we both hate the hero. We yeah, I mean it's a good arcana, but but the arcana itself is actually you know it's pretty interesting what it does to techies. Did they ever fix the thing with the pop up with the laugh or whatever when you die? I don't remember seeing that forever. I think I don't it's just not in the game being a thing. So. Like when you die to mines or something, techies would laugh at you. I think there was something like that, but it broke after like a week and they never fixed it or whatever. <laughs> well, typical. Uh, something like that. Some sort of taunt. Thing. I'm pretty sure I can okay. name your top three, by the way. <laughs> uh, can I just guess them real quick? Okay. Yeah. Guess them so, in order. Obvi- oh, in order. Yeah. Okay. So, ooh. All right. I know two of them for sure. Um, all right. Knowing you. All right, I'm going to go with number three is Rubik, number two is Earthshaker, number one is Quop. You got two right, including Ugh. the position. Ugh. Including the position. Which so one do I'm you ro- think was wrong? Rubik is probably wrong. Correct. So It's correct that that was wrong. You get one more <laughs> guess. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so you number three. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you would have mentioned if it was one of the ones that I did not, or that I chose to hate. Oh, maybe uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Crystal Maiden. Also not. Fuck. Better not Although be that is King. that that is pretty high on my list too. It would be okay. So give it to me. Uh, I chose PA. I think okay. that's actually a really cool Arcana. Uh, I love the look of the set, and I love good. the whole like daggers in the ground when you crit and kill people. I think it's a really nice touch. Just overall, it's okay. a really nice one. It is. But yeah, the the other two were indeed Quop and Shaker in that order. So Quop number one. Just Arcana. I fucking love that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me try to guess yours then. You're not going to. So guess. your top three. You will no way, no way. <laughs> Let's see. Just give me a second. Okay. Well, you can take all the time you want. You're not going to get this. I will be surprised if you get one of them in the right position. Okay. But now that I've said that, I feel like I've planted the seed, and it's going to be easier for you now. You're going to piss. You're gonna piss. You're gonna pick the less likely one. I think you have Shadowfiend on third. Okay. And you can do this, Cinderin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually a bit hard with you because you're weird. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb. Shadowfiend, Monkey King, Rubik. Any of them true. In that order? Or yeah, Rubik highest. No. All of the uh if you include the order, all of them are incorrect. One of the heroes was correct. Only one of the heroes was correct. So was in the top three. Yes. Okay, so, the one that is in the top three is Shadowfiend. Okay, incorrect. So uh, Shit. <laughs> number three on my list. Uh 
is actually the second arcana they ever made was lc i love this arcana the dual kills i was thinking about picking that actually i really i I was like but you but you want lc to be on a horse i was like it's not good enough for you that's true but that's more for persona like you can't expect arcanas although they do change that with the ogre writing a fucking whatever the hell that is uh but i love the lc one and again we're not comparing this to the newer ones as much just because there's going to be a lot less animations and things of that nature but i absolutely love the lc uh, you get the dual wielding swords. You get the cool animation on duels. I love it. Number two is Zeus. This is amazing. How is this not in your top three? He's riding on a cloud, for God's sake. He's got a ripped chest. He's literally Zeus. He's turning from Mario into Zeus himself. I love but the Zeus one's good. Love good. the Zeus Arcana. And the number but one. But is it better than Shaker and PA? I I'm just not a personal i think the shaker one i'm not saying it's not good i think it's a really good one i just hate the colors i hate that they keep reusing these freaking teal and red or orange colors every time like pick a new pick purple for god's sake uh but my number one uh this is a little bit of bias here is monkey king actually oh so yeah because i'm I'm gonna take credit for this i know i do this a lot but i only do it when it's truly necessary when we came out with our pudge set cinderin i begged them to and I pitched the idea that, in fact, the original idea was this, where every time you level his ult, your beard grows, okay? Mm-hmm. And they said they were going to do it originally. Like, this is a great idea, blah, blah, blah. They, then they, they came back and said, sorry, we don't have time to code that into the game, so we'll just have it as an unlockable style instead. I'm like, sad face, but I understand. Like, two or three years later, they come out with the Monkey King Arcana, which does exactly that. And I wish that more sets did this. It's so cool. I love it's not just because it's my idea, Cinder. It's only my idea. It's never been thought of in the history of Dota, obviously. But changing the color and the look of the hero based on every time you level the ult is super cool. I actually love... I don't really yeah. play that much Monkey King, That's unfortunately. Nice. But I do like it a lot. So that is my top three. Uh, Rubik was not in either of our top threes. That's shocking. Nope. That was a good one. I'm surprised. Uh, okay. So that brings this episode of We Say Things under an hour. Wow, we did it. And we even had a disconnection, yep. and it's still under an hour. Crazy stuff, Cinderin. Have you seen in Bruges? Will this extend past the hour <clears throat> mark? No. Okay. No, it won't. Uh, all right. So thanks for watching, everybody. Remember, we'll be casting uh, Omega League for the next uh, week or so. And until next time, Suns Van Cinderin signing out. Have a great one. Bye, guys. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Yeah.